0: Brand new LCP Yo, yo, it's your man John Esthustman I figured I'd slide through right now for a quick little appetizer episode Now, a case that's been on my mind and kind of been bothering my soul Since last week was the case of a woman um here in Atlanta In the cab county, she was killed by her abusive boyfriend Now, you guys who have been with this podcast from day one You guys know how I feel about domestic abuse And how I feel like Especially as it pertains to women That there are really not many ways A woman can go to quote unquote defend herself Or kind of remove herself from the situation But I want to have this little quick little appetizer episode Kind of give you guys a little quick reminder About domestic abuse And also give you guys some of my thoughts on it And again I'm not hating on women I'm not victim shaming I'm simply using reality And using simply how I feel to go about how you can possibly reduce, you can't get rid of it 100%, but reduce these situations from happening. But before I get into that, I'm going to play for you guys the news clip of the young woman who was killed here in the Cab County in front of her young daughter. Mm.
1: A child is without a mother after a horrific incident at a daycare. Police say the woman was shot and killed by the child's father while she was holding her child in her arms. Now she was trying to get away from him. The father is now charged with murder. Now the woman's family tells her, John Shurek, that he was abusive, but the courts kept letting him go.
2: For 21-year-old Mikeia Montgomery, her baby Chloe, her greatest joy, her baby's father, her greatest fear.
3: And had they locked him up and put him away, she would probably still be here.
2: Sierra Coleman describing what she's learned about her sister Mykia's last moments of life Wednesday afternoon. How Mykia's estranged boyfriend, Chloe's father, 22-year-old Taco Nash, violated a protective order and confronted Mykia at Chloe's daycare center and drew a gun and forced Mykia and Chloe out and pulled them into some woods in back and shot and killed Mykia.
4: He called
3: my other sister and he said, I'm sorry I killed her.
2: With Chloe in her arms, police arresting him soon after coleman says nash had even shot mikeia once before in august 2020 when she was pregnant Mm. yeah
3: he stood over her and shot her
2: but he got out of jail after that coleman says the courts in fulton and also DeKalb counties kept releasing nash from jail after every assault against mikeia mikeia and chloe had moved in with her aunt jasmine walters hoping to hide from nash but he still found her
4: flabbergasted to the entire family that they kept allowing him to keep getting out the justice system completely failed her.
2: Nash is now in jail, charged with murder this time. Mikeia's worst premonition and fears, mm. and theirs, they say, came true.
4: I
3: just hope that they are held accountable. They didn't do their job, which is to protect and to serve.
2: In DeKalb County, John Sherrick, 11 Alive News. I want a boo from
0: the jump. <clears throat> now, you know, regardless of what I'm about to say right now, it's not going to change the facts of this case. We have a young woman, I believe her, she was 21 years old, who has Sadly tragically passed away We have a young man who was in jail probably for the rest of his life And who has to live with the decision he decided to make in a moment Whether it be from insecurity, jealousy The fact that we are even having this type of discussion right now That's the fucked up part Now I want to dive a little bit into some of the facts of the case Because as I've said before again you guys can go back I believe I have a four part series it's entitled Surviving Trauma, Part One through Four. You guys can scroll back. There's a four part back to back series, Part One, Two, Three, and Four, where I spoke in depth about domestic violence, abuse, gave you guys hotline numbers you can call if you are faced with the situation. But, like I said before, and also, if you are in a relationship, right, it starts great at the very first sign not the second not the third at the very first sign of toxic behavior it is time to go the first sign not the second not the third i don't give a fuck how good somebody look or you know how good you think the dick might be or you know like whatever they buy you at the first sign of aggressiveness because abuse is not just physical it's not just when you're getting pushed Or when you're getting shot Verbal abuse counts as Abuse But see a lot of people They try to minimize that Well oh you know He, he, he never put his hands on me He only cursed No cur- being cursed at Being belittled Being spoken down upon Being insulted in an aggressive manner Or any manner That's abuse So Like we gotta stop tolerating These type of behaviors And I know now it's different Because when you factor in social media And how influential it is On the minds of young adults Even adults But especially on the minds of young adults Now I believe this girl was 21, 20 years old And she's young And when you factor in The type of celebrities who This young woman would listen to It's so much toxic bullshit That's pushed into our heads Like how many times do we go online and we see young black celebrities, the woman or whoever, they have toxic relationships and they hype it up. Oh, I love an aggressive man. I love No, that's not cute. Having a man that's aggressive, who's disrespectful towards you, you know, who consistently, you know, insults you on social media, cheats on you, is disrespectful to you openly or behind closed doors, as we see happens a lot of the times with celebrities. And then they go back And they post the hard emojis They post all the lovey-dovey shit That's not cute That's not acceptable Boo that shit And something else is that If you are in a relationship that's abusive And now You make the decision to leave You can't leave and go to your aunt's house Again I'm not victim blaming I'm not Because this young woman should still be alive So I'm talking after the fact And I had this conversation before with many women about the fact that if you're in a relationship that's abusive and now you decide to leave because you're done, you can't go to a family member's house that the suspect or the abusive boyfriend, like he knows that already. Like he know your aunt, he know your mama, he know your grandma, he know your your cousins, like he knows everywhere you're going to go. So if you let a situation get too far and now you are caught In the middle of a situation that's abusive, you gotta leave the state. Now I know why me saying that it's tough because, for example, if let's say, for example, in in Arkansas, there's a woman going through an abusive relationship, and now Arkansas, that's her home. That's where she was born, where she grew up, where she was raised at. She got family, a job, everything. Now it's 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 um, intimidating to think about I gotta leave the state. The only state I know. But sometimes you might have to To save your life Because when somebody is that fucking evil And they get to the point of If I can't have you Then no one can Leaving the state is worth it Over the possibility of dying Because in the story This man showed up to the daycare center This young lady picked up her child At the daycare center He came there Took them both Walked up behind the daycare center as she was holding her child. And shot her dad. As she was holding her fucking child. That's that's pure evil. It's evil. And when you have a man who do things like that. You can't really escape it. You have to leave the state. And like I said. I know that that's the part that's intimidating. And that's why I always try to. Remind people that at the first Sign of toxic behavior It is time to go Don't accept it Don't tolerate it Don't put up with it And don't say Well, you know Maybe it was something I did That made this person No, it's it's never okay We're not doing that It's never okay It's never okay Because, like I would rather somebody Go to a new state And possibly struggle To kind of get on their feet As opposed to staying And go into a relative's house And now you're still being stalked By somebody who's abusive Somebody who don't want you to move on After you realize your worth And now you want to move on Or just be single And now this motherfucker stalking you Because now you put Aside from your life If you go stay at your grandma's house Now your grandma's life is at risk Because you got a crazy motherfucker Who going They going to move mountains To find your ass That's why I try to remind people that Again, at the first sign of abuse It is time to go Don't accept it Don't tolerate it It's not cute It's not okay It's not I'm going to clap And it's never your fault It's never your fault Because ever since I started the podcast I've had conversations on here with women Or even outside of the podcast And, you know, I run into women sometimes Who blame themselves Maybe I did something Maybe it was me. Maybe, you know, something I did was the cause of his aggressive behavior, but it's not. It is never your fault. I don't give a fuck if you curse him out and call his mama a bitch. You you say whatever the fuck you got to say. He should never put his hands on you. Now, I know in the heat of the moment, it's kind of tough because people react differently to things that are said in the heat of the moment. But you got to remember, man, that it's just leaving whether it be leaving a state or leaving a relationship That's always the best option As opposed to just waiting out Or just having hope that he can change Because oftentimes he's probably not going to change He's probably not And that's the part that sucks Because in the case that um, I just played for you guys um, They said that in the past when she was pregnant He shot her in the stomach See now in that situation If a man is bold enough and evil enough to shoot you as you holding his fucking child inside your stomach. Like, you got to leave the state. Can't go to your auntie house, man. And it sucks that a young woman whose life I'm sure was so promising. She's only 21 years old, man. 20, 21 years old. And the fact that her her story is closed, her chapter's closed. And now you have a child who has to grow up with no mom and no dad. And now when that child grows up and the story is being told to the daughter, now you got to find out that your dad, who is still alive and in prison, is the person that killed your mom. So now we dive into the the, um, the aspect of forgiveness and if she will forgive him or not. If she want to at least have some kind of relationship with her father. And then we have a mom whose life tragically ended. Now, I want to end this bonus appetizer episode off with a Another news story, man This is um, the story of a woman She shared her domestic violence story In hopes that it may help others And this is how we're going to end it up Because I know a lot of you guys think that You know Well, John, you don't care about women You did No, that's not true I love you guys who stay tuned to the podcast Who stay supporting, resharing, you know, reposting Again, my cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718 I love all you guys who stay tuned in, man And of course, like I want you guys to live long, productive lives As well as myself That's why I say, again, at the first sign Of a toxic relationship Or what you may, what you might perceive as a toxic relationship It's time to go Like, don't stay because, oh, he's cute Or I just don't want to start over and be single look, look, I'd rather you guys start over Deal with heartbreak be in a whole nother state and try to just get your life back together as opposed to tragically passing away because you had hope and you had love for somebody who didn't have the same love back for you. But let's dive into this clip
3: is using her painful experience through an abusive relationship in hopes of saving others. Thanks for joining us at five thirty. Everybody, I'm Yolanda
4: Harris and I'm Tracy Townsend. Ten TV's Stephanie Stanovich has the details and we have to warn you, they might be graphic for some. There is this whole scar
1: right through here. A constant reminder to Valerie Cornett of a horrific experience she lived through. No, he never hit me before. But she says one day in April, that changed. And that day he was acting very furtive and just different like he was on edge she says her ex-boyfriend John Cheney, who is now facing charges of assault and kidnapping attacked her she threatened to call the police and
4: then pulled a gun on me and told me that he would shut me up and um, as I was trying to retrieve my phone is when he turned around and busted me in the face I don't know how many times I know for sure two at least
1: Cornette says her son was in the room and Cheney's two kids
4: when you're in a situation like that your first You're in survival mode.
1: Cornette didn't go to the hospital until 12 hours later. She told them she fell, but had a feeling they didn't believe her.
4: That's when they found the skull fractures and the fractures in my face and the concussion and a back contusion.
1: A week went by. On the 13th, he dropped off her son at daycare. He took his kids. That's when she says police were called. It was like, he's running. Cornette shared her story on social media in hopes of helping others.
4: You can reach out to me. You can tell me, ask me about my essential oil products and uh, that tells me that you're in a DV situation or you're worried about it and I'll keep checking on you. If they're in danger, I'll do whatever I can for them or create a a woman's group where we can just watch out for one another at the end of the day because it's not just our lives, it's our kids' lives.
1: Reporting in Columbus, Stephanie Stanovich, 10TV News.
4: Police arrested Cheney in May in Kentucky. This week, Cheney's bond was set at a quarter million dollars.
1: Well, we wanted to
3: get some more perspective on this, so we spoke with experts at Nationwide Children's Hospital. We also spoke with the Lutheran Social Services program called CHOICES. They offer shelter and provide resources for adults in situations like these. Experts say isolation is a concern because most abuse happens at home. Another concern, victims worry about catching the virus at a shelter. But these organizations stress shelters are taking safety precautions. As for warning signs, here's what to look out for. An abuser might be controlling or put the victim down. The abuser's temper might drastically change, and the victim might distance himself or herself from others. Leaving an abusive relationship is a very dangerous time, so we plan that very carefully with
4: victims of domestic violence so that we can help them get to safety. Just really knowing that um, that you're not alone and that help is available. And, and also that for every person who is a survivor, you're making decisions constantly about ways to keep yourself and your family safe. We recognize that you're making like calculated and protective decisions.
3: Now, if you or someone you know needs help, go to thehotline.org. Also, Franklin County's LSS Choices Crisis Hotline is answered 24 hours a day. And the number to that is 614-224-4663.
0: Now, to any of you guys out there who may be in a relationship that's toxic, that's abusive, that's dangerous right now, understand that coming out and, you know, being vocal about it's often dangerous as well. So... You guys can go on your phone, go on the internet, type up or look up the domestic abuse hotline in your area and call the number. Like sometimes it helps to speak out on it because speaking out may may encourage somebody to give you the strength or give you the motivation to make a change in your life. And that change might save your life. So you guys out there, man, again, who are in a relationship that's toxic, that's abusive. Talk to somebody. Please don't hold it in because when you hold it in. Sometimes you might never get to express it because you might not be here much longer. So be safe, be mindful, protect yourself, protect your family, protect your kids. And as always, I know what time it is, man. It's a bonus episode. This show man Johnny Show. This is that. Randy LCP.